Hey everybody, this is episode 3 of the Game Gravy Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. I'm joined here by Michael. Hello. And uh, let's go ahead and get right into what we've been playing this week. Alright, well, um, I've been playing quite a bit of PS4. Um, I picked up Diablo 3, um, the Ultimate Evil Edition uh, for PS4. And on the recommendation of Jeff, one of our editors, um, he got it and was like, this is awesome, you have to try it out. And I have it on the PC, so I figured I would give it a try on a PlayStation 4. Uh, so the thing was, uh, I did a Let's Play of this, by the way, and I'll be publishing this on the site, so come back and check it out, or check below, I'll link it when I upload it to this post for our podcast. Um, but we started off with the Crusader class on expert difficulty to see how fast we could level and uh, it was pretty fun. We covered levels 1 through 13 on the first episode. And yeah, um, the game is really fun. It's, it's pretty difficult on uh, expert difficulty, although it's not as bad as you would think. And you get like double experience points and a lot of gold. So uh, yeah, it was, it was really fun. Um, and it was pretty fun to make that video as well. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it when we get it up there and published online. And that's pretty much it. Nice. Uh, I got a couple questions actually for you about Diablo sure. 3. Um, what differentiates it from the PC version? I've played the PC version when it first came out, and I played through to beat it. Um, I liked it. It kind of reminded me of the old ones with a new feel. What's the difference on the PS4 version? Well, I mean, right off the bat, the PS4 version is the Ultimate Evil Edition, so it comes with uh, the Diablo 3 game itself and the expansion, where the, as the PC just came with the um, the normal game, and you have to pay extra for the expansion. Um, and the controls are obviously a little different, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much in a nutshell. The configuration on the controllers are completely different, too. And it's fun. They made it into a good console game. Um, one thing I I, know, I remember playing um, the uh, Diablo three on the PC. It's very very click um, happy. You're either holding down the yeah. mouse key or you're clicking <laughs> a lot to do your attacks. How how do they map the attacks to the PS four controller? Um, well, they I mean it's pretty it's pretty intuitive. They use the the, the bumpers like R two for special attacks and L one is potion and. R1 is another attack, and then you have X square, uh, triangle, and circle as X is your primary attack. So, um, I don't know, it's it's pretty smooth, uh, and you can destroy a lot of stuff with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's how it's, it's how it's laid out. It's obviously different than PC, but they, like I said, they did a good job making it into, like, a console game. I don't know if you ever played, um, I don't know if you ever played Baldur's Gate for the PS2. Yeah, is, is it similar course. to that, how it plays? I mean, yeah, it's a dungeon crawler, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. you know, it's going to be... Yeah, or like um, <laughs> X-Men Legends, I remember me and you played through that in the Marvel Ultimate Alliance game, sure. kind of similar to that. I mean, yeah, more Baldur's Gate, though. I mean, it's not okay. identical to X-Men, but yeah. Um, is the Star Wars one you're playing, or you, or do you have a subscription, or are you doing free-to-play? Uh, I did free-to-play at first, and then I was like, this is awesome, I'm having a lot of fun, and I kind of committed to it, so I got a subscription, so I could unlock all the fun perks and uh, get more experience points and all that good stuff. But yeah, no, I, I'm subscribing. What's the differences between the free-to-play model and the subscription-based model? Well, that's a good question. So, <laughs> uh, free-to-play, um, you can unlock certain flashpoints but not all of them and flashpoints is like uh kind of like world of warcraft like dungeons and raids and stuff like that so it's pretty similar to that 
But um, yeah, you can. There are certain items that you can't get from end missions. There's only a limited amount of flashpoints you can access, and uh, your experience is kind of cut a little, well, drastically. Because I noticed when I subscribed immediately that I was able to level pretty quick. I leveled like two to three levels in like an hour and a half, as opposed to like when I didn't have a subscription, I was only leveling like once every out like other hour or something like that. I don't know. It was it was definitely noticeable. Plus, you don't have access to the bank, and you know. I just subscribe because of all that. So. so basically, if you want to just experience the bare minimum, the free-to-play model it will kind of get you through that. But if you want to get more totally. out of your game, if you subscribe, you could, you'll actually have a noticeable difference of what you're getting out of it. Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, you'll get access to the bank, you'll get access to all the missions, you'll get access to special um, gear and everything like that. And um, you'll be able to join your friends doing anything. Plus, the, with the Galactic Strongholds that came out, you can have access to having your own apartment and have friends come in there and play with it. And that was just really fun to be able to show off your apartment and have your friends come and check it out. But yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Cool. So uh, this week what I've been playing is um, I wrote a review for the site for Siesta Fiesta from Mojo Bones for the 3DS. Um, it's been a while since I really picked up my 3DS, so I, the last two weeks I played some 3DS games, so it's kind of nice getting back to the 3DS. It, uh, I've been mostly playing Wii U or PS4, so um, getting back to the handheld was nice. Uh, the, the Basically, you're, you're with um, Siesta Fiesta, it's like your normal brick-breaking game, kind of like Arknoid or Alleyway. Uh, where you have like your little paddle along the bottom, you can move it left and right, and then you're um, hitting a ball up into bricks and breaking the bricks to get a score. But this one has like a, a lot of differences than your normal affair. First of all, it's like you're going side scrolling, so um, it, it's it's more like a adventure game, uh, like a almost like a platformer in in that regard, where you're going from left to right. It, it keeps scrolling, kind of like the Mario levels where you can't go back and it just pushes you forward. And the whole point is to score points to get awards, to get like uh, medals, mm-hmm. so you can get like a bronze, a silver, or a gold. Um, it doesn't really affect your progress in the game. It's just kind of like, uh, hey, I got a high score kind of thing. But the the levels are laid out in an overworld map, like um, you know, like your Mario games sure. or Donkey Kong. So you you go through like you know, probably like five or six levels, and then you know after that you'll have a boss battle where you have to. You know, hit the hit the ball so many times with the ball, and it's it's just like a really cool take on your. It looks pretty basic, but it looks really fun. It, is it fun? We can just pick up and go on it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it, and it, the cool thing is, is like you could finish one or two levels, and you could put it down, and then go back to it later and save it, and you feel like you're accomplishing something and moving forward. Um, the the level design's really cool. It's, uh, each each area has its own background. So there's like eight areas, um, where you could go through and they'll have about six levels per area plus a boss battle and it, it's it's just like has really cool dynamics of having like mixing almost like a 2d platformer with the brick breaking genre so it's it's kind of a pretty neat affair it, it's definitely something new for the genre i haven't really played anything that's similar to it most of it's like you know standstill level break all the blocks clear it out and you're done that well sure. this one it, it doesn't they don't they're not mattering if you you know they're not putting into into place if you destroy all the blocks or not it's it's how high you score and, and you get different scores by bouncing it off the um bricks for a longer period of time and stuff like that but it's kind of cool because like it has like a little story in, in in a sense um you your paddle is a bed and the things you're bouncing are called siestas they're like little um creatures i guess and you, you're just bouncing them and you have five lives so if, if you if they you know you let them fall to hit the ground you after five lives you die 
and then you have to start the level. You take over the again. long siesta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the other game I was playing this week was uh, the Last Tinker, a City of Colors on the PS4. Which yeah, you were I bugging having... me to get that one. How are you yes. liking that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. It was awesome. Um, so basically, it's gonna be your normal 3D platformer in a way, which is pretty awesome because they haven't had a 3D platformer in a while. Like It's been a while since we played Jack and Daxter or Ratchet and Clank. Even the Mario Galaxy series after Mario Galaxy 1, um, Mario Galaxy 2 was more your cut-and-dry Mario affair where you're going level-to-level basis. It's not one big open world. Well, this game's actually one big open world, so it's nice. It's It reminds me of the games, you know, the older day, like Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy or even uh, sure. Banjo-Kazooie. Which is awesome oh, yeah. because cool. I, I love those games. Yeah, and and you know it's it's a it's a you know an itch that needed to be itched, you know, and it it, it really makes up a genre that you just don't see much of anymore, which is really sad. But I, I really enjoy it. So you play as this little monkey character, and he's basically the last tinker, as the title of the game is. And what a mm-hmm. tinker is is he he can basically take upon him the color spirits. And he could use them for his advantage. Uh, this main story is that there's this thing going around called the bleakness, and it's taking around, taking away each of the colors of each of the different areas of Color Town. And um, so he has to go and he he uses the powers of the spirits to take out the bleakness and restore color to each section of the world. And they, you know, the um, now is that a single player game or is it multiplayer? It's all single player. It, it's oh, okay. it's basically like it's it's basically like your Jack and Daxter or your Ratchet and Clank. It's not going to be like I mean it's it's a little bit different and controls a little different, but it's similar in in that that sense that it's okay. a 3D platformer. Cool. Yeah, um, I should have that review up this week sometime, so I would keep an eye out for that. I, I'm again, I'm having a lot of fun with it, and if you're a PS Plus member. You can get it right now for fourteen ninety nine, which is an awesome deal for a three D platformer like that, because it looks like they put a lot of work into it, and it's it, I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's good. Yeah, I always like seeing indie titles that actually uh, look like you know triple A titles, you know, and put that 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 nice last level of polish to it. Just makes it feel good. Oh yeah, and I seen some complaints online that they said it looked like a HD PS2 game, but you don't see many indie titles that are in full 3D like that. So even if it does look like an HD PS2 title, people it, it's... are spoiled. I don't care. What <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of people say. I mean, <laughs> this indie company doesn't have like 50 million dollars to put into a game to you know to make it look like a AAA yeah. title. So what we're getting is actually a really you know, even if it does look like an HD PS2 game, it still plays really well and it's really fun. So, and it's full 3D. You, again, you don't see very many indie developers busting out games in full 3D, which is awesome. Yeah, totally. Takes a certain skill set to do that. So, um, All right. I would have you actually know. had my review done, but uh, this will kind of segue into the news, but I was unable to play my PS4 yesterday. And uh, (laughs) I know I was trying to play with Jeff yesterday, play some Diablo with him, and I could not. And also Xbox was acting up, too. There was multiple networks. Also, while I was playing Star Wars, it kept dropping the connection to the servers and it really pissed me off. (laughs) So uh, what was going on yesterday where everything was dropping out? Well, there's a lot of news saying that there was a group of people um, uh, DDoSing a lot of the game servers from Battle.net um, to Star Wars to PSN to Xbox Live. So it, it wasn't just, you know, Sony or Microsoft. It was, you know, quite a few people that were experiencing these, these hiccups and server outages. 
And it's kind of really annoying and kind of a jerk thing to do for these groups. I don't know what they're benefiting by doing it, but just being jerks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, our next bit of news comes from PCR Online, um, which is a, a firm that, you know, monitors digital sales. And oh, yeah. They, they basically stated that PC sales in 2013 were 92% of them were digital, which is I amazing, that. actually. It, I mean, the market's been like, it makes it so easy just to go on any of the stores, whether it's on PSN or Xbox Live or even your phone, and make a purchase, a software purchase or a game purchase. Even, you know, Apple's notorious for that. They've, they've streamlined it in such a way where you're like, yeah, I want that song or that album or, you know that movie and you can get it in a matter of like minutes or seconds you know and take it yeah. with you on all their devices that's the that's the best part so i mean yeah i can i totally believe that and i and definitely I see the uh <laughs> industry going in this direction um you could see the nintendo's online presence i mean sony and microsoft have had really strong online presence for the past generation um yeah. leading into this one nintendo's finally got their game up and they're they're about equal to where they are where it comes to storefront online. i have one issue with this though and this is what makes me not fully commit to it is that you know, we've had issues with uh, Sony, like, not being backwards compatible with, like, PlayStation 3 and, and all that stuff, and, like, with the discs. But digital-wise, I hope that they start carrying over everything digital for all systems. Like, for Xbox Live, it should be, like, Xbox Live on every Xbox hardware coming up. Because if you're investing so much money in games, you want to be able to play those old games. And you can do that right now on, on PSN. You know, you can play PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. Uh, some PlayStation 3 digital titles. Um, well, not obviously. on PS4, though. This is all on PS3. The PS4, the only way you could play PS3 games um, is through the PlayStation Now service, and you can only rent them. Well, I, th- well that's what I'm saying. You can use the, the PlayStation Now services to play those older games that are available. And there's not there's not a whole lot of them right now since they're, like, you know, testing it out. But, like, there's a good abundance of older games. Well, the one thing I do like is the with Sony, at least what they're doing, is the whole cross-buy, because uh, Hotline Miami yeah. came out this week, and that was a free PSN game for the Plus subscribers probably about a year and a half really? ago. And oh, I was going to say. I yeah, that yeah. For, so <laughs> that was when it came out on PS3, it was free. Well, the cool oh, thing is, okay. is since I had the... the um, since I had the, I downloaded that and had the rights to it because I was a Plus member at the time. I was able to download the PS4 game for free as well. Oh, that's so, awesome! Oh yeah, absolutely. So like, it, it's really cool the way they do the cross buy. And I heard Journey and uh, Unfinished Swan are coming out later this year for the PS4, and I'll be able to get both of those games since I already own them on PS3, which is actually really awesome. And, yeah, and that's they're cool. not even charging anything extra for it. Whereas uh, Nintendo, some of their virtual console games, you have to charge, you know, they're charging a dollar for NES games and a dollar fifty for Super Nintendo games to upgrade them to the Wii U. So, I mean, Sony's doing this completely free of charge, which is really awesome. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I always have to have you remind me when the new games switch out because I forget. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, and yeah. another thing with the another thing with the digital age and everything going to digital is mm-hmm. that you know when when the Sony network was down yesterday I couldn't play any of my downloaded games which was really a bummer because I really wanted to yeah. get the review finished for the last Tinker and and I buy I'd probably say 95% of my games digitally um I, I only own two games on disc on the PS4 whereas I probably have about 25 to 30 games downloaded so I, I mean, so that's it, a big problem could, for you. If the network's down, you can't play anything, really. 
Yeah, and and I really feel that a good an easy solution would be, and I understand there might be hackers to get it that might get into the system to extend their time, but if they made it a, a way to encrypt, you know, in like uh, you know, their DRM. Um, license agreement into your system. Have it just you know have an expiration date on it. Have have me yeah. download it and then last for seven days. Every time I sign on, it, you know extends out my time for seven days. That way, no, if yeah, I'm I not totally, online, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's a so good that idea way, if that I'm not really... online for seven days, then I'll, you know I can still play my game. Yeah, or if the network goes down like it did, you'll still be able to have access to everything. You know, while it's while they're repairing repairing it and getting it back online. Yeah, I mean the good thing is, is this time they didn't lose anyone's personal information like they did last time. <laughs> yeah, because that Which was a was, fail. <laughs> yeah, and then it, I mean it was out for what, like a, a couple months. What last time wasn't it? No, I don't think it was out that long. I it was a while. I I don't know exactly the time. I thought it was, it was like out. a week or two or something like that. But I want to say it was longer than that. Uh, I if somebody out <laughs> out there knows, let us know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that definitely. Let us know. Shoot us an email. Make or, a content. You know, make make a a comment and let us know in the content below. And if we don't uh, hear from you, we'll do our research and get back to you on that <laughs> next week. Yeah, exactly. But that's yeah, our sure that's our longer. listener mail for next week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was longer than a couple weeks though. It was it was a while. It was out. All right. I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. So our next bit of news is um it's more of rumor than it is news, but there were some leaks today for the Smash Brothers roster. And Yep, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, and since and since uh since we just went live on our podcast, the Nintendo has taken down the videos of it, so it's no longer that was available. Quick. That was very quick of them. So, which means they they there must not be rumors if Nintendo's like, "Uh, oh, remove that immediately." <laughs> yeah, and I mean like I want to know who's in it, but at the same time, if these are unlockable characters, I don't want it to be spoiled. I kind of want to, you know, totally. be playing, and then, boom, there's this character. Uh, like, yeah, that's the element of surprise, man. I mean, that's the whole, what we as Nintendo fans love, is the uh, discovering secrets, and or just, you know, seeing what's next. So since we had to have it ruined for us, we'll uh, go ahead and tell you who was leaked out in the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, go for in it. In the rumor. So there was uh, Shulk from Xenoblade Chronicles, which is actually a really cool thing for me because I'm a huge fan of Xenoblade Chronicles. I never finished oh, it because yeah. it was like 100 hours long, but... It, <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> oh, I, I still have it too. I love the music in it. I love the design of it. The art style was great, and I, I can't wait for the new one to come out on the Wii U. It looks amazing. Um, there there was also Bowser Jr., which kind of isn't a really a surprise. I kind of figured Bowser Jr. would be in it. He's really in every single sure. Mario game. So I, that's not really too much of a surprise. Um, Ganondorf was going to make his return. And again, yep. not really a surprise. Neither was... Um, no. They showed Dark Pit, Dr. Mario, and Ness. All, all of which I really expected to see. One of the huge surprises, though, was the dog from Duck Hunt. Yeah. I did not expect that. When I saw that, I was like, that is pretty darn cool. I, I like that. Yeah, I mean, I remember we used to laugh at you when you missed the ducks and you just wanted to either shoot him or punch him in the face. I know. Everybody always tried shooting him, but obviously you couldn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a jerk. But yeah, I, I guess, like, uh, I was kind of kind of like your dog, moves. Bauer. Yeah, yeah, he's a jerk, too. <laughs> um, he likes to bark a lot. Yeah. But um, one of the cool things about the dog from Duck Hunt was that he was uh, his attacks are with the ducks, so he kind of like has the ducks flying around him, I guess, and he he throws mm-hmm. the ducks at you, which is actually a really unique way to fight, and I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it, it's pretty neat. I can't wait to actually see it because I didn't I missed the videos while they were up. I I just seen the screens of it. I didn't actually get a chance to watch the video, but 
it looked good, but I mean, you know, people really go Photoshop out there as well. So who who knows yeah. if these are rumors are true? They also had some DLC rumors out there. They um, it was Lucas from Earthbound, Star Wolf from Star Fox, Snake from you know Metal Gear Solid, um, yeah. the Ice Climbers, and then the Chorus Men from Rhythm Heaven Fever. Yep, nice. Yeah, I saw that as well, which is cool. I mean, I hope these are all confirmed. That'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, Rhythm Heaven's actually a pretty funny game if you ever played it. It's, it's uh it's you I know, it's a rhythm based music game, but it, it has like a quirky sense of humor to it. It's oh pretty... wait, is that the one with the guys with the glasses on the three D S? Oh, you're thinking of Elite Beat Agents? Oh, okay. It's yeah, a yeah, which is also a great game, but uh, no, this one was for <laughs> the uh was for the Wii, the original. Oh, okay. Alright. Yeah, I don't think I played that one then. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty good, but um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that these are true because I really want to play as the dog from Duck Hunt. I think that'd be really yeah. cool. Me too. It'd be nice to like beat some people up that way and then laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> I really like how Nintendo's starting to put in some of their second party titles too, like Xenoblade Chronicles. I think that's really awesome. Oh yeah, well that was, was an kinda... excellent game. So I mean, <laughs> I know people would want to you know be him, you know, in kick butt. <laughs> Oh, of course. I, I was kind of hoping we would see maybe the lead guy from Wonderful 101 or maybe even Bayonetta. I thought oh, yeah, that would I be. I forgot it. about that. Yeah, you know what? I'm surprised we didn't see um, Bayonetta. And you're right, Wonderful 101. That would have been a great uh, sneak in. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, they might be. We just don't I know. I mean, they're all games published by Nintendo. You know what, actually, I thought would have been pretty cool? Because this game was published by Nintendo at launch was uh, Ninja hmm. Gaiden. I thought it would have been cool to get Ryu in there. Oh, yeah. You know what? I don't know. That would be neat. I don't think they would do that, though. I think it might be owned by a lot of different third parties right now. Well, it's owned by Tecmo, who's making the Hyrule Warriors game for them, so... Oh, maybe, uh, you, know, you never know. I don't know. And and there are a lot of uh, character, third-party characters they have from the 8-bit era. I mean, they it's have all Pac about Man. money, dude. In the end, how much money they're willing to spend. <laughs> well, that's true, but I also feel that, you know, the Ninja Gaiden and, and Tecmo have really, you know, the, the franchise and the company itself as a whole, they've, you know, they haven't been making too much money lately, so any really no, publicity they can get for their character. I think the whole franchise fell apart, in my opinion. Like, Ninja Gaiden was awesome, but now I don't see it as awesome. Like, the classic I do, but um, I don't, I'm not a fan of the newer ones. Yeah, People I think they made them harder than that, they needed to be. I don't know. <laughs> the NES yeah. ones were great. Yeah, the NES ones are amazing. They were really difficult, too. <laughs> yeah, that's I remember watching fun. you die over and over again. It was pretty hilarious. Oh, God, yeah. That was funny. Yeah, like a hundred <laughs> times. And you're like, give me that, and then you started dying, and you're like, yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not so uh, easy when you're doing it. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. All right, you want to head on to listener mail? Yeah, okay, so we'll go ahead and go to listener mail. We have a, uh, another question from our listener, Holly. She asked if we were Pokemon fans, and uh, if we were, which version are we beginning? Be getting this November, Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire, and what would be our deciding factor on which game we would get? All right. Well, I mean, I'm a Pokemon fan. Are you? I'm a Pokemon fan. I just, you know, the time in my life isn't a fan of Pokemon. <laughs> the time of your life? In no, your the time life in my life. I mean, don't you want to catch them all, man? <laughs> Unfortunately, the little bit amount of time, I only get to catch like 30 of them before I don't get to play the <laughs> game anymore. Yeah, no, I mean, I know what you mean. I have Pokemon Y. Do you have any of the newer ones or no? 
Um, I actually did get why. I got it uh, when Nintendo was running the promotion. If you bought a yeah. 3DS and one of like six games, you could get the game for free. And it just so happened that the Zelda Collector's Edition came out around the same time they were running the promotion. So, oh, nice. you know, I found myself having that system and then I had Animal Crossing. So I just registered both and I got a copy of it for free. That's pretty awesome. I did not get that. So <laughs> yeah, it was I went pretty... out and bought it pretty awesome i got it for free i was pretty happy with that and i put a, probably a good 15 hours into it but it just I, I never feel like i'm getting anywhere in those games because i'm such a completionist that i feel like i need to level and you know evolve every pokemon and i mean and you just... can't do that you really can't because there's so many of them you just have to have fun and get the ones that you want and battle your friends and do the story and you know what i mean and you get what you get <laughs> yeah i think i got three like badges so that's pretty good yeah, I mean, getting more is always better. I mean, so, okay, if you were to get one, which one would you be getting? Um, I had Sapphire when I got it originally on the Game Boy Advance, and um, I'd probably get Sapphire again just because I think the end Pokemon Copycat, guy. The, man. The, That's the, the one I'd get, one. too. I would yeah. get the, the Sapphire one. I, I, had the, um, I had both when it first came out, but, uh, like, the Ruby and Sapphire, but, um... I definitely want uh, Sapphire. The whale-looking mecha whale thing looks really cool. The uh, primal, I don't even know how you say it, primal Kyogre or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, yeah. I, I usually pick my Pokemon deciding on which you know character of the box art I think looks cooler because that's kind of what I want to get. Yeah, me too. Which I never really I mean, get it's that like T-Rex versus whale, and, and ultimately... <laughs> Like so, and I'm like, yeah, I know, the whale's pretty epic, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, come And on, why, why would I get it? Because that's why. <laughs> it looks cool. And I would want to make that whale fall on people as I, as I was playing them. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think, like, you know, I, I think that really that's the only reason why you choose between which Pokemon you're going to get is... Yeah, because you aesthetically like what they Pokemon look like. Is. Right? I mean, it's like, what do you think looks cooler to you? So I think that's about it for the podcast. Yeah, that's all we had for this week. I haven't um, seen any. Uh, I haven't seen any new movies lately. Have you? No, I haven't had a chance to go to the theater and see anything. Well, it was a quick one. I will tell everybody though. Um, keep an eye out for the site for my Diablo three uh, let's play. It's going to be publishing hopefully tonight or early tomorrow morning. Um, but yeah, it'll be in this article too. I'll update it. Yes. Once we get it published. It was a slow week of news. It was, yeah. You know, and if anybody has any questions, comments, or they want to throw us something to put in the next podcast, uh, just email us at rewind at gamegravy.com. All right. Or you can comment on our page that we leave it on. Or yep. um, even you Tweet know, us. drop a line on uh, Twitter or Facebook. We'll get back to you and we'll, you yeah. know, we'll Pretty accessible. Uh, answer your questions on air. Yep. Absolutely. All right. This is gamegravy.com signing out. Peace.